This is a News Laundry podcast. Welcome to NL Hafta. Hello and welcome to Hafta, where we at News Laundry discuss the major stories of the last few days. What's great, what's not, what's crappy, what sucks. News Laundry is a viewer-funded news and news critique outfit where you, the reader, listener, viewer, subscribe to keep us afloat. Because when the public pays, the public is served. And when ads from corporations pay, corporations are served. Help us make news a public service again. Support independent media. Of your choice, it doesn't have to be us. And if not us, stand up for independent media. On Hafta today, we have Madhu Trehan. Hi. We have Anand. Hello. Arunab. Hello. Manisha. Hello. And Ranjan. Hi. So why don't we start off from that side, because you guys hardly spoke last time. Um, what we, We're going to come to the racism and sexism issue last. Other than that, what was great and what was not? I'm really curious about this whole Fab India thing that is trending they on Twitter. They have great Twitter. kurtas. <laughs> <laughs> of course. What are you about? Yes. I, yeah. They do have great kurtas and great saris and everything. But this whole uh, story about Smriti Rani complaining about a camera inside the uh, trial room. Uh, first, first few stories said that she complained about a camera inside the trial room. And there was some employee who was uh, held up for that. And then the stories now are saying that the, uh, the camera was not inside, but outside. So I'm wondering... Facing the trial room. Yeah, it was very badly outside. worded. So, uh, so outside is fine, I'm guessing. It was a CCTV camera, not just some hidden camera. It was like a CCTV, like they had CCTV camera. But they have that in so all the stores for security. There was a hidden camera that mm. she found inside the trial room, which was shocking. Later it said CCTV. Yeah. Right, yeah. that was... Later. Because a CCTV camera facing the trial room makes sense. I mean, someone goes in, comes out wearing something else and walks out without tags. I mean, I would, if I owned a store, I would have a camera facing the trial room and I'd also have doors on the trial room, so it wouldn't matter. I mean, it wouldn't be sort of an invasion so of privacy. I, I yeah. think the story was just so badly reported that no one knows anything and everyone's mm. going hysterical. I think because but, I, but the first thing is also if it's a story only if it's inside the trial room, right? And the trial so rooms I think even in Fabulia have doors. They don't have found it has to be... I mean, in, initially I thought Smriti Rani camera, trial room. I thought, my God, what's happened now? She's gone to a court or something? <laughs> yeah, I know. I think the biggest issue with Fab India is that your shirt will eventually become a tablecloth in someone else's house. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Madhu, you were saying? No, I was saying that it's perfectly reasonable for any store for yeah. security because there's so much of pilfering and, and you know, what uh, rich people are called kleptos, what poor people are called thieves. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it happens. So I think that's pretty fair to expect a CCTV camera in a store like Fab India. Obviously, it wasn't inside the trial room. Even if it was, in, if it was, it, all Fab India uh, shops I know have doors. They don't have curtains. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think sometimes. No, some of them do have curtains. I think in Bombay, I think. One but even a curtain can't. Yeah. Curtain. But, but, cur- no, but if it doesn't cover like it from the top, yeah. Ah, yeah. You know, I think it's very possible that just things are badly placed because I'll just give you an example of. When I was traveling to Kerala shooting for a show, I was in some small town in Kerala and they have huge hotels in even the smallest towns. And uh, in my pursuit of my communist ideology, when I've traveled overseas and stayed in some of the higher-end spas, <laughs> you know, they have this a glass between the bedroom and the bathroom. So there's, it's not a regular wall, it's a glass and there's a shower. But, you know, where you do potty, the john, is not where the glass is. So, <clears throat> obviously, the architect or the owner of this place in Kerala had been to one of these and he told the architect, we'll have a glass between the bedroom and the bathroom. It doesn't work for Indians. No, <laughs> and no, obviously, so when I went and checked into that place and I lay down, so through the glass, there was a pot staring at me. 
because the contractor obviously figured there has to be a glass. So when you wake up in the morning, you won't have your beloved bathing and tossing his or her hair, but sitting and doing potty. So what I'm thinking is just a badly executed design. So I think that's very possible. The CCTV was badly put. The funny thing is, no, but I think it says. Broke, Arnav and I were discussing where was she shopping. I mean. Of course, stores like Fab India and Anokia are really safe and it couldn't be inside a store like that. And where was she stopping? Why? What kind of a shop was it would, that would have a CCTV camera no, I inside? I think it exposes and the media. It, <laughs> it really exposes the media. I think it was the a slow news day. Just jumping the on, it jumping the on a did. silly little story, making a big day. thing out of nothing. And I think it's really, it, show, it shows us up really badly. But if it was inside, it's a story. Sorry. If it's inside the trial room, it is a story. It's a yeah? CCTV camera. It's not a hidden camera. It's a badly no, the first CCTV story. camera. No, but even if a camera is placed inside a changing room, huh. that's a problem, yeah? Yeah, but it wasn't. So what I'm saying yeah. is it points I mean, to the uh, sort of jumping onto a story without checking the facts mm -hmm. properly. So and it's a non-story and making it into a sensational story, which is really not fair, but either to I the store... Like the fact that, you know, Smriti Rani shops around. at Fab India, whereas Sonia Gandhi shops at Chanel. I think that's a good thing. <laughs> 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 this could be planted, you never know. <laughs> But I think we can, I, yeah, I agree it's a non-story, which is made a story because yeah. it's a slow news day. But before we started, today is Good Friday. And as uh, Ranjan is the only Christian sitting at this uh, table, uh, or, or so we think. Is it something that you wish? Because I believe a journalist sometime back posted a happy Good Friday yes, a while ago. Yes, I, I think Sagarika wished all Christians a very happy Good Friday. <laughs> yeah, so, so don't do that. <laughs> so now Your friendly neighborhood like Christian giving you a little advice. Because he was crucified. <laughs> he was crucified today. Jesus was crucified today. It was good for us because he died for our sins, but terrible for him. Okay, so that is Ranjan Krasta, a bona fide Christian telling you that. Uh, sorry, so Madhu, tell us, what, what did you think was spectacular in the coverage? Well, related to this was the news that um, uh, one of the chief justices of the Supreme Court had um, written a, ma a, ma uh, a mail to uh, this, um, the chief, chief justice, justice asking for a meeting to be postponed because it had been scheduled for... Good, Good Friday. Friday, and since he was a Christian... And In fact, it was, it was a conference. It was yeah. a three-day conference, three day conference it was starting a, on Friday, ending on Sunday. And uh, so he said he, it was a holy day for him, not a holiday. It was a holy day for him, which is spent in prayer and time with the family, and could it be postponed or whatever. So the Chief Justice was reported to have rep responded that personal interests should not play uh, a role in uh, our professional uh, duties. Now, my question is that uh, would such a conference have been scheduled on uh, Diwali or Holi? I don't think so. Sure. I agree. I think it wouldn't have. I, I, I think there are two sides to this. I think one is that, you know, Good Friday, A, I, in fact, I never knew till today, is not a holiday in America, you know, which is 95% Christian. Mm -hmm. uh, second thing is that, uh, you know... No, as, but they have I, Easter weekend, which takes the whole... You know. Yeah, but I mean, you know, on Good Friday, you know, so in fact, I, I did tweet about this as well today, which is that hundreds and thousands of conferences, national and international, happen on Good Friday. And I listed out in America, in Spain, in Portugal, in Italy. So I, I, I don't think that that should be an issue that and of course, in 2007, exactly the same uh, conference, Supreme Court conference was held on a Good Friday on 2007, in 2007. <clears throat> I don't think it should be an issue that it was held on the Holy Weekend. Right. At the same time, I don't think that it should ever be an issue if they had to work on holidays. I believe that Karan Tapar had this discussion on his show, 
I think it was the most articulate discussion about it as well. And on the show of uh, Harish Salve, I believe, stated that even if judges aren't working officially, you know, like in these conferences on a, on a holiday, very often they do still work on Diwali. They, they still work yeah. on Holi. They do. That's right. Because yeah. I've actually spoken to a judge and he said the amount of you know, judgments we have to write, yeah. it's, it's a very tedious process. They do it often. And, yeah. you know, what, what Times of India did not report was that another Supreme Court Chief Justice, Justice Thomas, KT Thomas, mm-hmm. quoted it saying, I see nothing wrong in this conference being held on Good Friday. Also, so, I'm wondering if uh, Christmas is more an equivalent for Holi Diwali than Good Friday. Uh, yes. Perhaps Good Friday is more like, I don't know, some fast that we keep, like maybe Ram Nomi or, I don't yeah. know, something Possibly, yeah. which has got more to do with your own personal belief. Look, while huh? the whole weekend, while these huh? three days are meant to be Holi, huh? so we have Good Friday, we have Holi Saturday, and then we have Easter Sunday. Um, honestly, I believe as a judge, the service you provide to your nation I think that should take precedence because if we that believe... the Lord? Yeah. Because so if God is omnipotent... If God is omnipotent... The last time you went to church... I was supposed to go today, but instead I chose clothesline because that's greater service to the nation. Right. <laughs> today I'm just... Thank you. <laughs> no, but genuinely I do believe that if we say God is omnipresent, omnipotent and omniscient, he's not going to grudge you... A couple you know, of so basically to, what you're saying is we have to choose between the Lord and the Lordship. <laughs> well put <laughs> okay uh, great um, Arunab you haven't uh, spoken at all which is unlike you is it because you're not fighting someone no, I, he's always uh, fighting someone huh. so uh, about a story I particularly liked uh, I think uh, something that caught my fancy uh, this week was uh, this piece written in the New York Times by Atish uh, Tasir. Mm-hmm. It's about, uh, the piece is titled, How English Ruined Indian Literature. That's an old piece? Uh, no, 27th March. Okay. Yeah. There yeah. were some rebuttals to it the, the right. previous week, I yeah. think. Mm. So I think... Uh, he includes uh, that point in his book. Also. Yeah, he yeah. does, he does. Yeah. And he got a lot of rebuttals and he got a lot of mm. hate uh, on Twitter for writing it. I think Shivam also rebutted that piece. I think Mihir uh, uh, tweeted, again, tweeted about it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mihir tweeted about it. But I only read one piece in Hindu business line, but I don't... But I there was a piece in know. Scroll, there was a piece in DNA. Yeah. There were three rebuttals, in fact. Uh, okay. So, I, but I think uh, Tasir made some very pertinent points about uh, English being a class and not only a language. And he talked about a friend of his who is an aspiring Bollywood actor who's not taken seriously because he doesn't speak English too well. Correct. So, I think, and about how, you know, we have neglected a whole set of people just because they can't speak English. I agree with that piece, yeah. So, even I agree with that piece. So, I think, uh, and I think we have kind of ignored a lot of our uh, vernacular languages. And I I, I mean, I I suppose it's part of the whole Nehruvian legacy of, uh, you know, of English being the language that the nation speaks to itself, you know. In a language, in a country where there are so many languages. But I think it's time that, you know, we, uh, you know, um, other languages, are, other languages are given importance because it, it's a social. It, it, it is definitely definitely a class thing because when, when while it, I agree with him, it's a class thing. I disagree that he doesn't see the inevitability of it in a country where there's so many. No, I think the piece recognizes the inevitability of it because when he says that... Then he wouldn't be so critical about it. If, the, if there is an inevitability to it, then you would not be so critical about it because you realize... I think it's a provocative he- headline, you know, but, uh, I, I, but I suppose, I don't know, I mean, I, I think... I, uh, I kind of disagree it with... It merits uh, a discussion, I, I believe, about... Yeah, I mean, I, I disagree with his thesis on two counts. I mean, one is that he need not have mixed it with, 
you know, bringing in Chetan Bhagat yet again by saying we have third class writers and all that. But setting that aside, you know, I... Which Chetan always gets bashed no matter who's writing I don't, I don't know why. And, you know, uh, Atish is subtly going hammer and tongs, uh, uh, you know, for him. I, I don't know. That's No, because I, it's a, I think it's a class thing. Because Atish's writing does come from the class that he says is this elite exclusive and his language and education definitely comes from the school he went to, the colleges he attended and that literary bent and then learning uh, first Urdu and then Sanskrit. So he comes from a very sort of scholarly space, although he deals with subjects that are not that scholarly, except for the linguistic part of his but book. One shouldn't be and, and, No, that's what I'm saying, that then he, when he's deriding Chetan Bhagat, if he does, I think then he's doing exactly what he's accusing other yeah. people of, because Chetan does not write good English, I think proudly so. He he writes in in almost Hinglish, and that's why he's a bestseller, because he connects with today's India. Right. And he's made it okay to not write good English. And I, I think that that's fine, because Hinglish, Hinglish is our Creole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we should mm-hmm. be proud of our Hinglish. And in fact, funnily enough... Sorry, those people from not from the class that you're talking about <laughs> hearing this, is our Creole... Pigeon English. Means... Uh, no, not Pigeon English. Creole is a... Is, it's a uh, mixed... It's a mixed English in many, Latin, many Latin American Latin countries. Oh, in the, Jamaica and also Jamaica. Creole is... Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's not looked down upon at all. It's Creole is like you're yeah, speaking it's, Creole. It's got some French something. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's got many influences. Correct. And I think that um, this generation is proud of English. And, and, and you... Possibly because you are not of my generation, you may not know this little nugget of trivia, which is that the person, you'll be surprised, who brought English into the mainstream writing, before that it was Victorian English of, in, of Illustrated Weekly and Times of India, it was really Victorian, Victorian English in the highest form. The person who actually made it okay to write in English was Shobha Day. Shobha Day brought in English in Stardust. Ah, darling, I remember. And those. she was the one who wrote the way we speak. And I think that is, which nobody gives her credit for, that I think is her biggest contribution to writing. But interestingly, uh, his point about Tasir um, uh, giving that example about a Bollywood, a friend in Bollywood who's looked down upon for not being able to speak English. Shobha Day, interestingly, now that you bring her up, uh, wrote a blog spot back in 2008 where she's upset about Deepika being called the sexiest woman on earth by Maxim. So she says, are they kidding me? She could not win a Miss Dombivali contest. Dombivali must be a place in It is, yeah. It's near No figure, no sex appeal, no looks. I mean, look at her closely. Go on. Jawline, too wide. Eyes, bulging. Hairline, untidy. Speech, verni. Means vernacular. I see. Verni. So, but you know, interestingly, that Kangana... That that Kangana... Yeah, she got so much When she... Form. And she's spoken about this that when she first joined Bollywood and she did not speak English in the right accent and she didn't speak good English, uh, she was made fun of by the Bollywood brat pack who all grew up with each other, going to the same schools, mm. going to their, each other's birthday parties and all that. And for them, this was a woman who they could easily make fun of and it really hurt her. And she's obviously taken tuition to speak English in a way and she speaks very carefully now. Mm-hmm. But very I would have encouraged her to stick with her accent, stick with her verni, as you call it, mm-hmm. and speak in her a- calls it. and, and yeah. English and... And say that this is the new India, get used to it, because she's laughing all the way to the awards and the bank. Yeah, she actually... Sorry, what is she not laughing? Sorry, let, let, she's let, depressed. 
but let's no <laughs> that's Deepika. But uh, uh, Anand, you were saying you don't agree with the thesis on yes. two counts. So, so it, this, which this one? was one which I kind of. So uh, what? No, uh, just the, come the, the major one was that you know I'm, I I kind of look at it uh, you know with a kind of a scientific perspective, which mm. is that I I don't care too much about preserving a language. Mm. You know, there are actually every year hundreds of dialects and languages that actually simply die off. Mm. According to me, what is more important is the end, not the means. How it is uttered, who utters but it. Anna, our language and... Tamil hasn't died. <laughs> <laughs> oldest, oldest spoken language till date. That is true. Tamil yes, 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 absolutely. Okay. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Anand is Tamil and half, half, half Tamil. I, I know. So we are proud. All your languages <laughs> die, but ours has remained because it comes from one of the holes of Shiv himself. So fuck you all other languages. <laughs> so Are for you? example, you know, C++. C++. I mean, it's a language. Hmm. You know, and uh, what are you going to say? I mean, you know, in the next five years, uh, are we going to say that every child must compulsorily learn C++ because, you know, it, it is helping us give jobs or so on and so forth. And this thing about our culture will be lost if a language is lost. I'm, I, I really don't get it because, I mean, I, I don't believe, I think it's divisive to, to preserve a language, you know, just go overtly preserve it. Like you are Anantamurti actually has said, in fact, he was the one who said that Bangalore should be renamed as Bengaluru. Mm -hmm. And he, it's actually on his dictum that uh, Kannada has been made compulsory. So no, you, may, you may feel that you know, this is a kind of a, uh, you know, some other people are saying this. But uh, the fact remains that why You're is it divisive? Okay. Yeah, so I mean, okay I mean there is fantastic to... German and French literature. Okay. And you know, what should be preserved is, for example, I need not know Sanskrit, but you know, I can, I can still read a translated version of Sanskrit, sure people would say, but you, you would lose a lot. Mm. Mm. But then, you know, it is being divisive because, of course, when I read translated versions of great French literature, mm. I'm not, I don't know French, but still I get at least 70, 80% of it. Sure. And so I, is, think it does, I think it also the most laws. important thing in this decade has been because of uh, the internet and because of the IT, IT uh, the technology itself, um, so many new words have come in. Right. Uh, language has changed to adjust to that. Uh, the Webster Dictionary is now including all these Absolutely. new terms. It's evolving. You know, Plus it's evolving. And the best thing about language is, yeah. to, is to evolve it yes. and inventing words. And people are contributing to this evolution. You know, it's not in a test tube which is away and after 10 years we give it to you. No, yeah. but we are involved in evolving. And the final thing that I would like to say is that, you know, people forget that English is a great unifier in this country. You know, there are 15 official languages. Uh, someone from Kerala is not going to speak Kashmiri. Someone from Kashmir is not going to speak Malayalam. Exactly. India, the inevitable. The only way you can combine. It's hard. Like if, as a North Indian, when I go to the south, right. the only language I can speak in is in English. Yeah, so sure. it, it is a problem. The difference. I mean, talking about the future, but look at how things are now. Look at the English publishing uh, publishing industry and the Hindi publishing industry. English writing English is just sexy. I mean, who who even reads Mahashweta Devi anymore? Mm. You know. So I think. But will, that's yeah. our fault. So, that's not. That's not the fault of the language. I think it's changing. No, it's, 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 I think it's, it's changing. It's, it's how you position a language. No, but it's true that it's a class. While the language will die, I do think English is a class, and people want to belong to that class. I remember when I used to work for News Track back in the day, Madhu. Once uh, you had sent me to interview Akshay Kumar. Uh, you had sent me. You had sent Geeta. Remember GD? And I went along, and Akshay Kumar isn't exactly, um, you know, uh, some Articulate. fancy uh, Atish Tasir or Salman Rushdie. <laughs> Uh, if he can be a Chetan Bhagat, Ganimata. So he said, Is the English, uh, are we going to be in English or Hindi? You know, I'm more comfortable in English. I want to say, Juddu, what are you saying? No, you're not. You know, and not him. So many Bollywood stars would say, Is this going to be in English or Hindi? 
and at that time i'm saying dude you're acting in bollywood then why why do you have problem in speaking in hindi and that was you know, because it was a class thing it was a class thing although they were it's still the class thing hmm. it's still the class thing but i mean a lot of the scripts in bollywood are written language. in roman hindi i think it is they the, don't read it in hindi they read it in roman and also yeah. let's not forget that it is mostly the accents that actually determine the class where you speak english for example i mean most of the bollywood stars of you know of little i know from frida printo mm-hmm. i mean how she spoke english 3 years ago is unrecognizable yeah. now anil kapoor during the awards Adel, i could Khan, understand so, what he was saying yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that was a blessing in disguise by the way what is the top film mission impossible mission impossible yeah. i was like anil beta what are you saying jagas bol kya raha hai <laughs> so we we I hope you have a song in mind to end the, uh, oh, the yes. podcast you do okay keep it as a surprise we have to we have to get the song right this time okay now the next big story is the uh, conflict of interest between that uh, BJP MP who said there's no consent he actually has a tobacco empire you have something to say but i mean yeah so uh, that's kind of beshiram isn't it it's pathetic how can you no. say that i don't know yeah. if i had 250 crores coming in i will no if i had 250 crores coming in <laughs> i would work it out in a way that i got it out got out of the business soon enough to start another business which i know will definitely be closed down in the next 10 years but you know remember <laughs> in uh, i think uh, hafta uh, two previous hafta we mentioned we talked about conflict of interest yeah, it's not something we indians yeah we, we have a you know basic problem in this country to understand what conflict of interest is mm. but more than that I mean ignoring the appalling fact that you know this this guy says this uh, how's being How's he on the panel? How's he on the panel? Exactly. No, no, exactly. Is, is he on the, the panel though? Is, is Sham Charan Gupta on the panel? As far as I'm concerned he's not. He's just an MP. No, um, he's on the pal- he ha- I think he's on the parliament. Because Dilip Gupta is the one Dilip Gandhi, Dilip Gandhi, Gandhi, Gandhi sorry is the one who is on the parliament who is the head of the parliamentary subcommittee examining examining the issue. Okay so maybe he's not on the panel mm-hmm. well that's that that's that's uh, slightly more yeah okay exactly uh, gandhi's by the way the mp who also thinks the press club is a national security threat oh he did a story oh, yeah. on yes. that yes he he's the guy oh, he's yeah. the same guy he's the same oh, guy so one brilliance but in all fairness but i mean more, more than more than you know the the bd the conflict of interest yeah. i think it is appalling that in this day and age the parliamentary panel would say that there is not enough evidence yeah. indian evidence that smoking causes cancer i mean this is just the most ridiculous thing especially because their erstwhile uh, health minister dr harshwardhan was instrumental in formulating a policy which had you know mm. let's uh, stop smoking mm. and this was actually taken up by who and this this was actually formulated by the delhi government in 2003 so their own health minister says something uh, ex health minister and now the new health minister i mean god knows but what the conflict of but do they reject uh, other findings from other parts of the world related to say tb or malaria or or that's the that's the point that's the point that's only related yeah. to smoking that we suddenly have to so, think of indian studies yes. and him mm. and indian i mean there are huge number of indian studies that have actually said that smoking causes cancer i tweeted two of them i mean there are hundreds yeah i mean uh, the news minute did an entire article yeah. they tweeted they yeah. showed three different articles right and three different publications that all do we need to hear it. that hmm? Hmm. Uh, we can censor it out <laughs> <laughs> no but but no, and, and not only that not only indian studies worldwide studies that include studies involved in india so for example yeah. they would take thousands of indian subjects the yeah. cases global, so you know I, are you what bothers me the most something that basically we don't Indians understand don't it. understand it yeah, you remember sure. when hema malini spoke about water not being yeah. pure enough when she mm. was the brand ambassador yes. for mm. 
But listen, why why go very far? Sunil Gavaskar, Ravi Shastri, not exactly. criticizing BCCI. And, and it is not a big deal. What I'm saying is, forget everything. And even within television news media, yeah. there is not an acknowledgement of conflict of interest. That is one of the first things that we wrote about in News Laundry when it was formed. We have to put our affiliations out there. That you know, when we started this out, Madhu put it out there that she is Arun Puri's sister because we are critiquing them. So. Ideally, I should not be doing a story on AAP because I've put out there what my association was back there. Now here, I remember, and I, I think she's wonderful in you know a whole lot of other ways. I remember when Sonia was asked when she was doing a story, uh, uh, and it was about the surface road transport something, and her husband Sorry, was the Sonia Singh. Singh. Singh, and her husband was the minister for state for service. Right. So someone had said, should you be you know shouldn't you be putting a disclosure before that? She says, what should I do? I should I wear a you know, thing around my neck that yeah. I'm... Right. Yes, you should. I'm yeah. not saying you should. But before that story, you should say, this is my conflict of interest. I think that is standard everywhere else in the world and there's no harm in doing that. It yeah. just minimizes that. And that is not acknowledged anywhere. Parliament, no. sport, news, nowhere. I mean... What disturbs me most by when I listen to and read statements made by people like Shamcharan Gupta is that there is a real presumption of... Uh, stupidity that, uh, that they feel that they can say anything and the public will believe it. They think that the general public is stupid and we are all fools. That I'm, I am very resentful about. They have to learn to treat the public with more respect. But Madhu, what I mean, Avinandan is saying, uh, I would say actually carries more important because we anyway do not care too much about what the politicians say. You know, I mean, they're, they're like ripped apart, whatever they say, mm. which is fine. Mm. But when the media, I mean, for example, the recently, you know, the, uh, the ER, the Enforcement Directorate raids happened on SR and, mm. you know, five mm. companies. Mm. So Times of India reported Reliance and all the other named all the companies. Yeah. Hindustan Times did not name Jubilant. They did not name two companies. Yeah. And uh, nobody, and so people were figuring out why have they not, why has one media house named only four people and the other, all the other media houses have named five people. And they all mentioned five. And it five. happens because, uh, you know. One of them is the cross ownership. Though yes. many have started doing that first post whenever they, you know, critique any other channel stuff, they say yeah. that first post is owned yes. by the same other company. Especially yeah. the movie reviews, they always yeah. say that. Some yeah. have started doing that. Well, I think the Times Group has started doing that. Yeah. When the Times Group uh, gives all disclosures. But now they've started. I think in television, because there's so many journalists who have a conflict of interest with political parties, friends, relatives, yeah. Bhai, Bhatija, you should say that, dude. There's no. And I remember your interview with Tavleen Singh, mm. where you know she talked. Where she had me for yeah. breakfast and didn't even burp because she was a lady. Yeah, she, <laughs> she said, I'll have you for breakfast and lunch. I said, but I'm only 30 kilos. Choose so, someone else. Uh, no, but you know, she had written a lot of articles on Lavasa. Lavasa, Lavasa and not without mentioning. Disclosure. I mean, but that is something Hamtani that's disclosure. I think one of the most striking ones I saw was when the head of Medanta had written an article about why mining was great. Vedanta, not Medanta. Medanta is I was actually thinking in the build up to this, don't say Medanta, don't say Medanta, don't say Medanta. Vedanta. Vedanta. The head of Vedanta had written an article on how brilliant mining was for tribals and everyone yes. and uh, there's no... Oh, dis- we did an article on that, uh, mm. I think. On that yeah. campaign. Okay, now the final subject is the, was it sexism, racism? It Every ism was bound into like this one debate which was on prime time for two days uh, just to get everybody started. It started off from uh, Giriraj Singh saying 
uh, Manisha has a view on this, saying something that was off the record after interview was over. Yeah. She said that journalists should not even have reported that because that's wrong. Uh, I disagree, but anyway. No, if it's off the record, yeah. Yeah. it's off the okay. record. No, no, I'm just, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, that was one issue, but what he said has been said by many people before. Mm. Uh, so Manisha, would you tell us what he said, Anand can tell us who said it before. And from racism, it went into sexism because, you know, whenever you have something to defend, you send your smartest person. And in Rahul's absence, that is Sanjay Nirupam for Congress party. So they said, Ja Sanjay Giriraj Singh, And he said, papi teri And of course, what Sanjay Nirupam said was, Thumka laga diya, some shit. And, uh, but first, what, what sparked this all off, Manisha? So, um, he said basically, if Rajiv Gandhi would have married a Nigerian, and Sonia Gandhi wasn't white-skinned, would Congress have accepted her? Hmm. But that has been heard before. Somebody yeah. else has said it before. And Anand... Yeah, so, uh, I mean, there is this... In fact, Madhu did a... Uh, all, of, all, all Indians... I mean, I, I don't think... He was... When he said that, he's also talking about what most Indians think like. What is their attitude towards darker skin? Yeah, so, uh, I mean, basically what Giriraj Singh said... Uh, I mean, I, I find very egregious what his previous comments were regarding, uh, you know, people should be shipped off to Pakistan and all this is appalling. Mm. But what he said this time... Um, uh, you know, I, I think he, uh, there is a resonance to that. I mean, I agree with that. Uh, I mean, the, the reason for that is that it was a reflection more on India and how Indians perceive Perceived. people as mm. uh, yeah, than anyone yeah. else. And people have said it before. For example, Madhu interviewed Tavleen Singh, uh, in fact, for News Laundry. And this is what Tavleen Singh had to say. This white-skinned woman in the, you know, looking so, so good compared to the poor, miserable masses. I think that, you know, they might have thought she was some kind of Devi. It still happens, by the way. I think if Sonia Gandhi had been Somalian, she may not have found it so easy to win in India. <laughs> That's a... From Nigeria so, to Somalia. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, Nigeria to Somalia. <laughs> so, but what is a Davy? Yeah. Huh? I don't know. What is a Davy? As in Chris, Chris, Chris Davy? <laughs> so, then the guy actually plagiarized from Tavleen. But, I mean, more than But that, he changed it. He was smart. He didn't say Somalian. He said Nigeria. And, I mean, all the Nigerians are up in arms and the Nigerian ambassador is written into, you know, complaining and all that. But I think more than Tavleen, I think it was Patrick French as well, huh? who said exactly the same thing really? in his... Yes. In, no, in but his listen, book. one thing, I agree with you, we have if, to acknowledge... If, uh, if uh, Sonia Gandhi, uh, you know, was not blonde, or, or if she She's was from... If, or if she was from an African huh. origin, huh. Uh, Indians would have not given her so much importance. And the funny thing, I mean, I... I agree. She wouldn't, wouldn't be it. such a marketable commodity right. in so, terms of presentation, yeah, but visually. In, interesting, but to get a Singh votes. actually agreed with Giriraj and tweeted and said that, you know, what Giriraj said is, is, is right. Yeah, I but there is it. a colour consciousness. Yeah, you see it yes. in schools, yeah. you see it with little kids where the fair kids get the big ro the major roles in plays even yeah. when they're five, six years old. And... Uh, uh, you know, it goes on right through with marriage, these things, and Look all at these. Bollywood. I mean, you have Katrina Kaif who manages to be a leading lady. You have other blonde women who use as extras. Yes. I mean, the believability of um, someone with, say, darker hair but still fair skin mm. is a lot more than, say, a blonde hair, blue eyes. Um. But my I mean, um, even more, more than Bollywood, I mean, in the South cinema, you find all the heroes are their natural color. But most of the heroines or, act or actors have to be fair. Have to be fair. They're either, you know, imports mm. from mm. 
Hindi heartland and increasingly, I mean, you know, so we don't find Jalalitas anymore. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. But my problem with this whole story was, so Giraj was, he was basically meeting some people uh, some kilometers away from Patna. His basic press conference was about bashing Nitish. So he called these journalists, he said, okay, on record conversation, mein he, whatever, he said whatever he had to say about Nitish. said, okay, ab apna sara band kar do. take, you know, switch off your cameras, your phones. We'll have an informal chat about whatever. And he also said, don't sting me like Kejriwal. He was worried <laughs> that I'd say something and people will. And then, so this was in conversation with journalists. Yes. He was probably just saying, maybe it was just right. in talk. No, I mean, here I absolutely And then agree journalists with her that mm. went If in, it is off the know, record, that's it actually true. Yeah. It destroys right. trust for the profession. Yeah, I don't think that's Because if something fair. is off the record, yeah. yes. It's off the record. And and I what, is this, what, what is more important though? What is more important? Off the record or public interest? I don't, I'm, not talking, I'm public. not talking about this particular story. I'll tell you what. I'm not talking if about it this is, particular story. I'm if it is for a... public interest, then you have to do it in a way by informing the person that I am going to report this, even if you call it off the record. You have yeah. to inform that person right yeah. then. But if you're going to say, talk to me off the record and then go sneakily publish it, yeah. it damages the profession. Yeah. Yeah, you can't do that right. because sure. other people will never speak to any journalist. Forget about you who pro- made a promise and broken it. So off the record, I think must be respected because off the record means you can use the information but don't attribute it to me. Yes. That's what I off the record means. It doesn't mean don't use it. She could have used it in a different way but because this was sensational Mm. that somebody's actually said this, she had to use or he had to attribute it to the person to make it truly sensational. This was a non-story. But I think it might have remained a non-story had uh, Sanjay Nirupam not gone and done you know what he did and it became this when he in Trying to attack um, uh, racism, made those sexist comments, and those were sexist unambiguously. I think. <coughs> mm-hmm. uh, while I don't think Iraj's comment was racist, I think he was making an observation about mm-hmm. Desis, which is true, uh, which uh, Tavleen has made, which Patrick yeah. French Not has made. Not the original observation. Huh? Yeah, no, the original uh, observation. <coughs> yes. Sorry. S- um, for the sake of the non-Hindi-speaking bunch, what was the word Sanjay Nirupam used, and what does it translate to? Because this is what happened on every news channel, mm. is they would say, he used this word, and all of you obviously know what that means. And I, I don't. Thumka means your thumka is when you. Uh, you, you Jerk it's, your. Uh, yeah, it's basically. Tua ping. Ping. It's, it's twerking. No, it's the Desi version of shake that movie, baby, baby, shake. Okay. It's twerking, right. Between twerking, <laughs> It's twerking in your language. <laughs> so it's basically that is the. Tumka uh, is twerking. Our version of elitist English-speaking uh, Christian. <laughs> although, although Tumka has a nicer ring to it than shake that. Anyway, so so now that moved into a sexism debate, which was again on prime time, which Arunab you know took to task. He had only women on his panel. I think it was fantastic. He was very outraged. Who was outraged? Arunab. But I was. I'm just saying that. Just we just finish this off, I just want to tie this in with Deepika's women empowerment video which she spoken about earlier this mm. week, last time. There have been a lot of responses to that. Um, who, who's, uh, anyone want to say what is their favorite response? One of them has been my choice, uh, this guy saying my mother's choice, my mother's choice. I'm reading a headline from IBN Live. Suresh Raina is apparently getting married and uh, Suresh Raina is uh, quoted as I have saying, 
the best thing is that the match has been decided by my mom they mak kar rahe ha usually women empowerment to karte raho men in this country are not empowered i will say women are disproportionately empowered especially if they are mothers <laughs> no but uh, suresh raina is used to Wait, matches being decided by he was talking of a cricket match <laughs> yeah exactly suresh raina is used to matches being decided by another <laughs> mama <laughs> so, but but i'm just saying you know uh, that and 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 there were many other responses another amazing response of this was kamal khan has uh, critiqued this also hmm. on on youtube has anyone seen this uh, his critique of my choice i'll just give you one little excerpt of it to agar main apne ghar ke bahar nikal ke aur road pe khada ho ke sande ke oil ki malish karu hathiyar pe aur fir hathiyar ko leke haath mein nang dhadang ghumu So it's my choice. No, the thing is, that's Kamal. Kamal. Sorry, what was it? Sand ka? What is it? Sande ka tel. What is that? Sande ka tel is apparently it. It has uh, some aphrodisiac qualities like Japani oh, tel. Uh, <laughs> so is it a real oil or is it just mythical? I do. I wouldn't know. शोभा pretty on the button in this then she, that she said that is written is made by a certain class of women for a certain class of women it's not for somebody who it doesn't belong to the class so if uh, but even for women who belong to that class i think that if that is what today's generations uh, view of empowerment is i am disappointed mm. yeah but i i think here if i may just add and i think it's a very important point it's been made for a particular kind of pe- viewers vogue and yeah vogue mm. in the sense mm. that, you know so and i remember i think uh, when you were interviewing uh, jaggi remember in one of the things and he said and i think he he was at one point of time um, in charge of uh, forbes i think mm. editor of yes. forbes mm. and uh, he said look let's not have sad stories let's have rich stories because we, we you know we we are yeah. they're catering to that audience yes. it's about industrialists yeah. and the fourth rich list should have done like i i like my hair curly i like it straight mm. i like pink lipstick i like red exactly. i like flats so i like, I like my hair like i like my boyfriend yeah straight i can cut it i can <laughs> i can cut it i can curl it i can then you know be vogue or oh, actually in that class sunai that that is not necessarily the case also so one I thing i j i would like to point out that in some of the discussions i found on these panels very often a person is a friend of that person right now there's right. no disclosure on that mm. and you know that person is a friend who's defending the film left right and center and there's no no logic to what he or she is well, defending one discussion madhu we've never had on this marvelous piece by abhinandan on how the panelists are selected i think next week yeah. we should we should mm. do that i think that would be a very enchanting discussion yeah. and that ties in with you know so you choose are bhai aa jao aaj sham ke liye aa jao tum aa jao you know and uh, this is the kind of uh, and we never knew that uh, ms shobade gets uh, 
20,000 rupees. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And I think on any but, given day, uh, if there's an issue on Pakistan, Pakistan, and you look at the guests that Arnab has invited, and you compare it to Barkhaz, mm. yes. Barkhaz has serious people who are also on the Pakistani side, who are liberal kind of peaceniks, who want some kind of, you know, yes. some jota going on, and, the and they discuss... I bomb you. nuke you today. You are nuking us. Who do you think you are? You're a tiny... It's just too lovely, man. It's just gadar. And Arnab also invites the smokers. Yeah, this... There have been two times... And drinkers. Sorry. And before we wind up with the song of the evening, which is about class, caste, all that... Uh, I would just like to say, I think Indian Express's the three-part series on the Delhi air mm. is a very brave because no one wants to do environmental stories because they aren't sexy. Mm. Okay? They gave a full half page on... I case. think they made it sexy because it has a lot of alarming signals in it. Yeah. And because when you alarm people, cough, when you have, when you have <laughs> alarm signals in it well, about your... Or when you have, and everybody does, have small children and very old people, mm. you have one or the other, you have both, most, mm. most Indians, you worry about them. And it is a serious and, problem. Yeah, and it's yeah. a very serious problem for people like that who are sm- very young, babies, yeah. children, and very old people who suffer from these diseases. And the shocking part is, is how they ignored it. Yeah. And I and think it, kudos to... Um, um, they're finally doing journalism of some courage. Yeah. No, but... Uh, but I, more important, if I can just add to that, is that, you know, 42% of Delhi lives in slum. Mm. And nobody... Again, I come back to this. Our data collection is so pathetic. Nobody has tried to demarcate the lifespan of an urban daily eye yeah. and the lifespan of 42% of daily right. population. Who are sleeping sure between be traffic going I think on both sides. take traffic policemen, yes. what they are standing you in. Know. Sorry, uh, uh, no, you were uh, saying. No, I, I just want to say that NETV has also yeah, it's uh, done, a lot. done a lot of uh, environment reporting. Okay. But it somehow you know, hasn't got the attention Express has got. Yeah, so. probably because NDTV is not making uh, that big a noise. Uh, but anyway, uh, thank you all so much. That's been a fantastic episode of Hafta, even if we may say so ourselves. <laughs> and we hope our audience has uh, enjoyed it too. Uh, that's all we have. I'd just like to leave you uh, with a song, which is going to kind of wind up this entire racism aspect. Uh, before that, I'd just say, remember, when the public pays, the public is served. And when corporations pay through ads, corporations are served. Support independent media. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, check out our YouTube channel, and do check out this song that I'm playing right now, which is a message from us at News Laundry to all you corporate czars, all you big, high-class people. And Vogue. And Vogue. (laughs) Here it goes. We're dancing. Great. So that's all we have. Thank you so much. Anyone has anything to say before we wind up? Thank you very much. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you. Catch all new episodes of NL Hafta on newslaundry.com and follow us on Twitter and Facebook. <laughs>